Alright man, three, two, one. What's going on y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering and tackling the latest in sports and entertainment. It's your boy Ethan, aka Easy Pull Up, here with my guy Terry Jenkins Jr. for episode number 61. Like shout out to all of our first time and last time viewers and listeners. Be sure y'all like, comment, share, and subscribe to the pod. Leave us a rating and review. Let us know how we're doing. Without further ado, Terry, man, it's been a minute, bro. How you doing? Doing great, bro. Doing great. You know, I can't complain, man. And I'm elated. And we finally got some NFL football back, bro. Definitely need it. The entire country needs it. Um, shout out to all the victims. Um, praying for anyone who's going through struggle right now, the people in Louisiana, the people out there um, on the East Coast as well, anyone who was affected by Ida, stay strong. Sorry about that. Stay strong. Um, and just like everything else, man, as Americans, we always push through. So keep going out there, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Very well said. But segueing, man, into opening weekend for the NFL. Terry, tonight, the NFL season, the 2021 NFL season was kicked off with the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where Tom Brady led the defending Super Bowl champions to a 31-29 victory over the Cowboys. So we're back at full strength now, man. Dak Prescott coming back from the wow. country. Terry, were, were, what were some things that you, you were kind of surprised about with this game? Um, first off, man, feels great to, you know, have football back with fans. Um, right now here in Houston, it's 11.25 at night. So now I got a reason to stay up, man, uh, later and watch some good football, bro. Uh, so yeah. it feels great, man. I'm just happy. Going into the game, I was just like, I just hope it's competitive. Like, that's I, I just hope it's a competitive, good game. We get some good football. Um, and it didn't disappoint, man. Of course, NFL is smart. Picking the Cowboys, you know, they're um, asinine, idiotic fan base. Uh, you know they're going to support regardless. Um, and then you got the reigning Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom and Tampa Bay and all those Annex and Tom Brady followers like myself. Bro, it, it they picked a great game, man. Great way to start the season. Um, full of action. A lot of high-powered offenses. Tom Brady doing his thing. Four touchdowns. Granted, he had a few interceptions there, but who really cares, right? Almost through for 400 yards. You look at Zeke, I mean, Dak on the other end, three tubs with almost 400 yards as well. Um, shout out to C.D. Lamb, bro. That man is special. No, the Cowboys have probably the best wide receiving core in football, bro, and I've only seen one game, so I know I'm kind of being, you know, uh. but, bro, you, I mean, you got Michael Gallup who went out in mid, mid part of the game, came back in a few places, then went out again. Who knows what would have happened if he played the entire game. Amari Cooper made some insane catches out there. And, again, C.D. Lamb is on another planet. But it wasn't enough um, back and, and those wide receivers. They just weren't enough for Tampa, Tampa Bay, bro, for Tom Brady. And you give him the ball back when any time you pretty much ask him to lose the game. I don't, I don't understand what coaches are even doing now. Like it happened with Green Bay last year and now the Cowboys turn out. You don't give the man the ball back. You just don't. You just – if you're you, – if you're going to lose, lose with the ball. Just run the clock out <laughs> and lose that way. <laughs> don't give the ball back to Tom Brady. He's been doing it for 20 plus, what, 21, 22 years now? 22 years. Just stop man. it. 
stop. Just stop giving the man the ball back. Um, granted, the Cowboys would have won if their field goal kicker could just do what his job description literally has him to do, and it's literally the only thing he does is keep field goals. Ethan, I can't think of a, a more basic job description period in any employment opportunity out there in the world for a field goal kicker. Like they literally, you have one job. You just go kick field goals and you get paid, you know, two, three million a year to just kick a field goal and you can't do this shit. I will never understand. I'm not saying it's it's easy. I'm saying that's your only job. That's all I'm saying. It's it's your only job. Well, I mean, I guess guess in his case, too, Greg Zerlin, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, I think he was uh, previously kicking for the Rams. I mean, it. and you're right, bro, because, like, here's the thing. Like, when the game's on the line and it's 40-plus yards out, like, not anyone can do that. Honestly, truly, I mean, probably there are probably some soccer players that can do that. It's just because of the amount of stress and the pressure and everything else. But even even the field goals that he missed, bro, were like what? I mean, he obviously thirty one yards, a sixty yarder. But then he missed a thirty one yarder. Uh, he missed the PAT as well. And I mean, even like like you pointed out earlier, when we were talking on the phone. Even if you just able to hit the field goal, right? Then you win this game by one. So I mean, you got to you have to execute. You got to punch in. It's, it's just um, it's just no other way to explain it. But when you look at the Cowboys, bro, this is Dak Prescott's first game, man, uh, since his gruesome, very gruesome ankle injury uh, last season. The man threw 42 for 58, 403 yards, three TDs, one pick. I mean, you look at the receivers, Mark Cooper, 13 catches, 139, two TDs. CeeDee Lamb, as you mentioned, seven catches, 104 yards, one TD. Bro, like the things are looking up for Dallas. Even though they, if you're going to lose anybody, you lose Tom Brady. If you're going to lose, you lose early. How optimistic are you about the Dallas Cowboys' success, man? Um, I just, I just finished, you know, of course, you know, threw a little slick slug at their fans here a few minutes ago. But the Dallas Cowboys have a solid team. Man, I'm not gonna lie, bro. They're, they're great on offense. Um, defense looks a lot better. I know they, you know, they allowed Tampa to put up quite a bit of points tonight, but they did create three turnovers, um, picking Tom Brady off twice. Um, and then, you know, the fumbles. No, it actually was more than three turnovers. I want to say it was uh, – you got the stats there. But I want to say it was four turnovers because they also had two forced fumbles there. Um, forced fumbles in key moments, mind you, um, that literally switched the game up. So that defense, if that defense keep playing, of course you want to limit um, the amount of yards you give up. I mean, Tom, like I said, almost threw for 400 yards there. But those interceptions definitely helped cancel that out a little bit. It's just execution. Um I mean, McCarthy's been – I mean, it's not the first time he's going to hear someone use that word when it comes to McCarthy. You have to execute. You have to put your players in situations for them to succeed, and McCarthy didn't do that tonight in the red zone. And the Cowboys in the red zone several times, more times than Tampa Bay, and they just could not execute and miss field goals. They they settled for field goals instead of putting touchdowns on, on the board. If the Cowboys were – as effective as Tampa Bay was at scoring the ball in the red zone, you know, the Cowboys would have won this game probably by a couple of touchdowns. Um, right. And so you just have to execute, man. You And I understand that, like I said um, earlier when we was on the phone, man, Zeke has to play better. You're a $100 million running back. There's no reason in hell you should be held to 32 yards. I promise you, Ethan, and we haven't seen the rest of the season yet. But I can give you right now four running backs who get paid less than Zeke would, would never, ever only score, I mean, only have 33 yards a game. 
Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, and Dalvin Cook. Those four guys healthy for a full game, they're they're not going to be held to 32 yards. It's just not he, happening. Yeah. I mean, can you throw Kamara in there just – just supposed to oh, his thank you. I'm so sorry, Kamara, <laughs> if I disrespect you, my guy. If you're listening out there, no disrespect, bro. Kamara as well. I mean, there's no way you're taking those guys out of the game. But yet, you people are so quick to put Zeke's name in the hat with those guys, and it's not even close. Yeah. Um, at well, this Ken, point, if I'm, the, yeah. if I'm the Cowboys, I would trade Zeke and just have me a commission of running backs in there because the productive – the production that he gives you, just having three running backs alone will be a better – you'll have better production from those guys than just right. Zeke, you know? Well, I mean, I mean, even the case of Tony Pollard, who's his backup, Tony Pollard averaged more per carry than Zeke tonight. He had three yeah. carries for, for 14 yards, Zeke 11 for, for 33 yards. Um, but also, bro, I don't know if you know, Zeke does look a little awkward out there to me yeah. personally, personally, because their offense, the way it's designed, like, that's a pretty like wouldn't say fast paced offense, but but Zeke would probably do a lot better uh, playing for an Indianapolis or playing for a, a, a Baltimore. You know what I mean? Like, like teams that teams that do zone zone a lot of zone running, um, right, a lot of stretch right. plays. Dallas with McCarthy has definitely switched it up. And now that you say bring up their play style, I mean we are talking about McCarthy who was in. Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. I'm pretty, they didn't have that many, you know, running backs to rush over a thousand yards there at Green Bay either. Um, and so definitely, again, I mean, we can literally we, we're pointing fingers at Zeke, but we can turn back around and point fingers back at McCarthy. Um, play calling, man, like literally, you have to execute when you get in the red zone. That play a almost a perfect game, besides that one interception that he tried, you know, thread the needle in there. But when you're that hot, you know, that's almost like you know how. When you're playing basketball and somebody's at a heat check, that interception, honestly, was almost like a heat check for that because he was just fitting every ball into every single hole out there, like tight window. It didn't matter. He's putting it in there. Um, you have to capitalize, McCarthy. You just have to. You have to find a way to get the ball in the end zone, especially when you're playing Tom Brady. Like this, this isn't – like that fourth and three, it was fourth and three, and it was just the, the beginning of the game. This is the 31-yard field goal. This one when it was tied, 7-7, seven to seven, and they decided to kick that field goal. In my mind, I'm not kicking that field goal. If it's fourth down and three and I'm in the red zone and Tom Brady is on the other team, I'm going for it. You have to put up points. Field goals are not enough. They're not enough. We all knew going in that this was going to be a high-scoring game. You want to score touchdowns in Dallas, not field goals. And that ultimately, that's why they lost. One, their field goal kicker just couldn't kick field goals. And also, they decided to kick field goals instead of going for a touchdown. Like, on that last drive, bro, mm-hmm. I promise, to me, it felt like McCarthy settled halfway through the drive and was like, we'll just take a field goal. Tom Brady is over there. Do you not realize this guy's, like, I don't know how many winning touchdown drive like that he has in his career. No, no telling with Tom. Probably over a hundred at this point. But I do know he has three winning drives when it comes to Super Bowls on the biggest stage. So I'm pretty sure the first game of the season, just to start things out, isn't too much pressure for him. And and, and just like, you know, we all knew he would, he led his team down the field for an easy field goal to Ryan suck up and, and that was the game. 
Absolutely. I mean, Tom Brady's forty-four years old, bro. And, and as you, I think, I think, you, I think you just mentioned it. I mean, over two decades worth of experience. You don't let him have the ball last. The game's as good as over at that point. As soon as he steps on the field for that drive. Um, I mean, Terry. Even as we look ahead uh, to like ne- the next week for the for the uh, Buccaneers, they got they got Atlanta. Uh, then they go out to L.A. Uh, then after that, they got your beloved Patriots in New England. Mm-hmm. So these next three weeks, I mean, the Falcons should be a little bit of an easier game. But then you got the Rams followed by the Patriots. You said what? Extremely. Man, yeah. that's a W. Well, you talk. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So even yeah. even when you look ahead towards more stiffer competition, because let's say Dallas, I mean, you have them as your as one of your Super Bowl sleepers, man. But when you look at a team like the Rams, or you look at a at a team that when you got Belichick on the other side and all the weapons they were able to acquire in the offseason, how do you kind of envision the Buccaneers kind of faring as they go through, through through the rest of the year, especially in the coming the weeks? The bu- the Bucks are going to be at the top of the NFC. I feel like. Um, do I think they're going to make the Super Bowl? No, I don't. I don't have them making the Super Bowl this year, only because in the, I, everyone on, on that follows this, you know, talks with, not talks with Terry, sorry about that, Ethan and Terry show, you, you know how I feel about Tom. You know how I feel about Tom. But I don't think he's going to survive the season. I don't. Um, not wishing bad upon Tom Brady. I just don't know. But I do got Tampa Bay, of course, at the end of the year, being one of the top three teams in the NFC. Um, I am a little nervous about their secondary. Like I said, Dak lit them up. No offense, but, you know, Dak is a great quarterback. But the NFC is full of great quarterbacks, man. I mean, at least good ones. You, you just talked about the rest of their schedule. We, we look at Matt Ryan. I mean, he's no scrub at all. He, he does have an MVP under his belt. Look at Matthew Stafford. A lot of people are picking him to win MVP this upcoming season. Um, and then Mac Jones, he's a rookie. We're not even going to throw him in the same sentence as those other guys. But there's, there's I mean, he has to play Jameis twice. And no sleep on Jameis because he might be having a, might just have the best um, season of his entire career under Sean Payton. Uh, you, you have to play these guys. You can't avoid them. You're going to have to play Russell to get out of the NFC. You're going to have to play guys like Kyler to get off the the NFC. Oh, and somehow it slipped my mind. You're going to have to play Aaron Rodgers. Um, and so that defense definitely needs to tighten up in the secondary. Um, you can't let everybody torture because I'm telling you like this, Aaron Rodgers is going to find a way to get in the damn end zone. He ain't kicking no field goals, um, especially after last year. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, Tampa has to tighten up the secondary, but they're still, man, they're still one of the best teams in the NFC. I don't see them right. having to have anything to worry about. Um, you just called out the next what three games, counting in. So I got I got Tampa. I can see them going three and one over their first four games. I maybe take you know, an L um, to the Rams there in LA. Yeah, and um, I want to point out a couple things uh, before we get going. Jameis Winston is my pick to win Most Improved Player uh, this mm, year. Yeah, solid pick. Um, yeah. Um, my subconscious favorite to win comeback player of the year, and I th- and I just looked it up. It's going to be everyone's consensus comeback player of the year. It's going to be Dak Prescott. Uh, so those are two two players, two black quarterbacks at that. That I'm just glad they're out there. I'm glad they're they're still they're still in the, the positions that they're in. And I'm looking mm-hmm. for them to do to do great things. I want, and I also want to shoot Zeke and Bale 
Zeke does Zeke is not a one hundred million dollar uh, running back yet, yet until twenty twenty six. Uh, by that point, he would have earned if he stays with the Cowboys. He would have earned well over a hundred a hundred million dollars at one and three million. Uh, but currently, right now this season, he he will he will reach about thirty seven in total. So he hasn't played out the length of his contract, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and some, and some. Yeah, and some. Yeah, but well, he, well, tonight, 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 he played like his contract should be five million. 33 yards, you got to do better than that, man. I, I, I can't even mention you in the top 10 running backs in the league. You can't do that. You just can't have 33 yards. I don't care who's lined up on the other side. I know the Bucks have a great and, front seven. And also, I know they do. The, shame on the fan, on the fantasy football uh, predictors, too, by having him as a top 10 running back. He's not. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly disappointed. If I would have known this, I would have started Carlos' side, but it's just no other way to look at it. Um, but anyway, man, uh, so to, to all of our, to all of our, uh, our loyal listeners and supporters, uh, I apologize that we're a little late on this, but uh, going dating back to last year, where we kind of uh, do a bit of a deep dive and predict our uh, division winners kind of running a little bit behind schedule, but at the same time still right on schedule. So we're going to do that here today's episode here on the Ethan and, Ethan and Terry show. Uh, Terry, we're going to start off with your beloved AFC East. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, go ahead. Tell me who you, who you, who you think is going to win that division and why, or you can give me uh, top to bottom. What do you think, man? But who do you got coming out of that division? First off, before we get started, it is 1141 here in Houston. So we're definitely going to cut things a little short here. Uh, but I'll go ahead and start, man. <laughs> AFC East, yeah, you know it's past my bedtime, me. Uh, AFC East definitely gonna go with the boys. New England's coming out on top, man. I like us. Our defense, I feel like we have top three defense definitely in the, in the NFL. We get high tower back. The McCourty brothers are back. Uh, I mean, we're full power. We just gotta work out this thing with Gilmore. Pay the man. Pay the man. Bill. Pay the man. But we have a great defense, man. J.C. Jones and the guys, how can I forget about you, J.C.? Um, and we, we have plenty of weapons. Um, Janu Smith, Hunter Henry, um, Jacoby Myers, or should I say Jacoby and Myers. Um, and then, of course, Kevin Bourne and then Nelson Aguilar, who can catch the ball now, Philly fans. And so I, I got us coming out in the division. Um, second behind us, I'm going to choose Miami. Then I'm going to choose the Bills and the Jets to round things up. And, oh, yeah, by the way, everyone out there who wants to hop on Josh Allen's little bandwagon, I don't have the Bills making the playoffs this year. That's tough. Um, my rebuttal to that is I'm still on the Bills bandwagon. <laughs> uh-uh. Not surprising. I got Buffalo. And now, granted, it's going to be a bloodbath in the AFC. So it's not going to be easy for them. But I got no, no, no. Then, then I got New England, and then after that I got Miami, which I really hope Jalen Waddle has a great year. Followed by, uh, followed by. <laughs> of course, I'll just throw this out there too. Watch out for Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson. The Jets are gonna be a lot better, folks, than y'all think. Um, of course, I got them feeling it's at the bottom of the AFC East, but I got them getting people outside of the division a nice little challenge. Cool. So let's, <laughs> let's get into the AFC South. So Terry. We looked at AFC South, man. I, I think it goes without saying. I got the Titans. 
right, we can keep it short and simple. I got the Titans. I mean, there's nothing else to talk about. Jaguars, protect Trevor Lawrence, save the man. Either put him in a titanium suit or put him on the bench. Houston, trade Deshaun Watson. Get what you can. Bryce Young is looking great in Alabama. And I don't even know who's the other team in that division. Um, but, no, oh yeah, the Colts, who Carson Wentz is injured. I don't know who's starting their quarterback. I don't know if you do, Ethan. Maybe Sam Ellinger. Oh, never mind. Sam got hurt, and you trade the other guy. So I don't know who's going to be a quarterback come Sunday. Um, so, yeah, the Titans are definitely winning that division. No, without question. I guess, I guess honestly, the real question should be who's going to finish last. <laughs> Houston, but to your point, Houston better tank. And Bryce Young is looking really good for Bama right now. AFC West, Terry, who you got? Oh, man. It, oh. oh, man. I I mean, you, you have to go with the guys. You, you got to go with the Chiefs. You got to. You just got to. I feel like it's going to be closer this year. The Chargers and the Raiders are going to kill each other for that second spot. And, and it may almost be literal because um, that is going to be a dollar fight. Both of those teams are good. Look for Justin Herbert to take that next step. I just don't know if he's ready um, to live up to the hype as far as Super Bowl team. I wouldn't be surprised if they made a little run, to be honest with you. Um, what scares me is that offensive line, and I'm not sure about the defense. They did get rid of a few players this offseason. Um, but they're still pretty good on that front four. They still got Joey there uh, with Melvin on that front four as well. But I don't know about the linebackers. Um and then the secondary, the corners are a little weak. Um, but I'm picking the Chiefs. If I got to go a second, uh, I, I'll throw the Chargers out there just because of the Chargers. Then the Raiders and the other team, there's no reason to even really talk about them. Well, I mean, for the sake of my fantasy team, I hope the Broncos are able to produce something with uh, Gordon the third, as well as uh, – Having Teddy Bridgewater back there, but not my shout out, shout out to Jerry Judy too. By the way, I hope he has an amazing season. Um, but I just, I, I don't, I don't know what we have for left there. Um, I just, I just don't know what's left in I mean, Denver. I mean, it would have been nice if they could have got Deshaun Watson. Maybe Houston decides to trade him. I mean, they could, but maybe. I'm like you, though. I got Kansas City. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not even going to bother giving myself a big headache about who's going to finish as the worst team in that division. But uh, the, Chargers <laughs> def- the Chargers definitely, in my opinion, are, are my pick for number two in that. All right, AFC North, man. Let's see if we can make Terenzo upset. Uh, <laughs> you want to <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on you to say the Browns are gonna win this, man. <laughs> you, you I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. I can't pay. You know I can't trust Baker Mayfield. The Browns are stacked, though. They're loaded, loaded, like loaded. Um, but I just don't trust Baker Mayfield. And my favorite coach in the NFL, yo to big new Mike Tomlin. I mean, the man went eight and eight when he barely had a quarterback. Yesterday they went I mean, not yesterday, last year and went fourteen and oh. Um, and then Ben decided to look old. And by the way, they had no running back at all. James Conner was never a running back. I mean, we just followed him because the things he overcame to make to the NFL was nice. Um, but he was never a great running back. He was never Le'Veon Bell. They have Najee Harris, who is definitely the best running back in this draft and probably one of our best running backs to come out of Alabama. And, folks, if you don't follow college football, that's saying a lot. 
because um, a lot of that running backs, great running backs come from Alabama. Um, the guy's fast. He can catch it out the backfield. He can move with, without the ball as well. He can block. He's a great, great addition to the Steelers offense. Their defense is already stellar. I got them finished number one. I got the Browns following up at two. Um, of course, Baltimore, <clears throat> switch it up. I got Baltimore coming in at two. Granted, they did just lose all three of their running backs, which is insane. And, and that's why you're looking at me like that. But I think Lamar Jackson – People, it's like we have such a short attention span that we have a short memory as well. Lamar Jackson is one of the best things we've ever seen at quarterback, period. I don't care what you can say about him throwing the ball. Um, but I got them coming in second. Then I got the Browns finishing something third because I don't trust Baker Mayfield. And, again, who really cares about that last team there? They're, they're in and, and you know what? So, <laughs> But Joe Burrow, protect yourself, Joe. Protect but- yourself, Joe. I mean, and how can you trust a team where your first-round pick pretty much said that he can't catch the ball in the NFL because he doesn't have stripes? <laughs> you need those stripes, E! Justin Jefferson also went to LSU and had an amazing season last year. Landry went to LSU. OBJ went to LSU. Who, who else playing receiver in this league that – uh, what's his name? The Honey Badger plays defense, but he'll get an interception. He's not afraid of the size of the football or, or what it might look like without stri- – anyway, but to, to your point, we're not even going to talk about him. But, bro, Jamar you know what, man? Better, bro. You, you know what, bro? I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you and put Pittsburgh number one, but I'm not going to put Baltimore uh, over Cleveland, especially off the strength that not only did, uh, did Gus Edwards uh, go down to be able to turn ACL, but also Marcus Peters, who's probably – He's also part of uh, their their best defensive back, uh, and you know what? I mean, Baker Mayfield's got another year on him of experience, and I do feel that OBJ getting back into the mix might just set them back, just like how unfortunately his injury last year they kind of went up. I feel like they might take a step back. So that being said, maybe they should make a trade with New England, <laughs> get rid of OBJ. We'll take him and bring in uh, bring in Stephon Gilmore. So, man, let's switch over to the NFC, bro. Uh, so, we still doing good, man? You're not, you're not getting sleepy yet? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm pumped up here. All right, yo, on man. H- well, let's... On H2O. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and start with the NFC East, man. Uh, who, who you got winning this? Well, where do we start, NFC East? Yeah, NFC East. Oh, I, I, like I said earlier, Dallas. Dallas, by a landslide. I don't, I don't even know who's going to come in second, third, or fourth there. Um, I'll be surprised if any of the other teams went over seven games. Um, but Dallas definitely there. Um, maybe the Reds didn't just go out, you know, everyone on Washington this channel. Washington football team. They, oh, ah, Washington football team. Can y'all come up with a name, please? Just please, for me. For me. Just come up with a name. The Washington football team just, just sounds so bland and ah. Just Name it after Sean Taylor. Washington Taylors. R.I.P. to Sean Taylor. But you know how I feel about yeah, but you know how I feel about uh, Chase Young. May, you know, maybe they do some things with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who really trusts him as a quarterback? Maybe they call in Cam, you know, Ron Rivera. Maybe you hit up Cam. Um, but Redskins next. Um, I'll say the Giants just for the heck of it. And then Philly because I don't know what's really going on in Philly. And I don't feel like the Peterson knows either. All right, man. Uh, let's see if we can get more rapid fire out of this. Uh, NFC South, who you got? 
Mm, not even, not even hard. Buccaneers, New Orleans. Um, who I'm gonna finish this? Falcons. Um, I'll throw the Falcons in there at three, and then Carolina. All right, NFC North. Who you got? Oh, oh, man. I, I'm, I'm not going to be honest. This is kind of tough. Let's go to the West first. Let's no, go to no we got to say the West for last. You got to say the West for last. Oh, the North. I, I want to say Green Bay, of course, because that bad man Aaron Rodgers. But I don't know if it'll actually him and what he did. My only hesitation is will it be a ripple effect? You know how, you know, the whole sitting out and if you're going to play, if you're not going to play whole mix. But, I mean, who's really the threat? They're in a division. I don't really trust Minnesota Kirk Cousins. I never really trust Kirk Cousins. The Bears are are such a messed up franchise that they decide to not start the quarterback, who's clearly, clearly the better quarterback. Like, literally, it's, it's clear to everyone. Justin Fields is, is a better quarterback than Andy Dalton. But they're starting Andy Dalton because they don't want Justin Fields to die um, because they don't have any offensive line. At all. Um, so yeah, I got yeah, but I got the Bears coming in in third, and then why even talk about the last team because they're in last. Um, but that that Green Bay is probably definitely gonna win that division though. All right, man. Uh, NFC West. Who you got coming? Whew. Up? <clears throat> Whew. We got we got less than five minutes. Oh gosh, I have five minutes. Seahawks winners. Followed by the Cardinals, followed by the Rams, followed by San Francisco. And honestly, the NFL is going to take a long look and be like, how the hell we can't have all four of these teams um, in the playoffs? But I definitely got three of them making it. I got the San Francisco 49ers, um, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks who will win the division. I have all three of them making the playoffs this year. Um, man, the NFC West, bro. Let's just change it to the Wild Wild West. That shit is horrible out there. Somebody oh, should be somebody should be shipped off to the NFC East. Just do a swap. <laughs> like, my, like just, my, just swap. My my, uh, my picks mirror yours on the exception. I got the Rams winning the winning the uh the West. Um I just feel like it's gonna be their year. Can't the defense is on is unmatched in that division. And also uh, I think I think Matthew Stafford is gonna have a bit of a Tom Brady moment himself. We'll see what he has. Going to a different team. Uh, but no, man, Terry, bro, I'm I'm excited. Again, college football is in full swing. NFL this weekend. Uh, shout out to any high school kids that are playing football, man, uh, especially those that might have missed the season because of COVID-19. Uh, you know, get a chance to go out there and do your thing. Uh, Terry, got any parting thoughts, man, before you get out of here? Yeah, man. Um, basically, like I said in the beginning, Another show to start off the show. Uh, shout out to those victims there um, of Ida. Anyone's going through it, man, praying for you. Me and Ethan both are praying for you. Be strong. Push through. Um, any listeners out there, if you have $10, $5, please donate um, to the nearest website. Uh, definitely support those victims there. Um, I know here in Houston we had a lot of people come over from Louisiana. Um, so, um, support, man. Keep you guys in your prayers and pray that you return safely back to your cities 
in respective homes there in your towns. Um, but other than that, Ethan, um, that's it, bro. Man, well said, Terry. But y'all, we appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering and tackling the latest in sports and entertainment. Episode number 61. Like I said earlier, be sure you like, comment, share, subscribe to the pod. Leave us a rating and review. Let us know how we're doing. And Terry, man, I will see you next time, bro. See you, bro. All right.